lately we've been talking about targeting the right audience, right? Whether it be to make sure you're creating products that people actually want or knowing where they hang out so that you can reach them as cheaply as possible, right? Right. Well, one thing that you've heard me talk about a few times, um, whether it be in live streams, interviews, and things like that, are touch points. And it's a term that I use, and luckily I use it correctly because <laughs> I had to check it just to make sure. But um, we talk about touch points a lot. And often, most people only maintain one touch point. We're going to talk about that what a touch point is, how to increase the number of touch points, why it's so useful. We're going to talk about that in today's episode, starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. I'm not touching you! (laughs) (laughs) So, touch points are obviously, uh, I mean, I say obviously, but for anyone who doesn't know, touch points are the, the ways that someone can i'll say reach you but in in our for our purposes we're reaching them right okay so touch points are important because the more you have the more likely you are to have engagement conversation if you will right and so um depending on the context of it like i might refer to our social media channels as touch points right because they are ways for people to get into contact or to consume our content things like that um, but when it comes to like your customer engagement, right, being able to converse with your customers or your target audience, there are a ton of ways or a ton of touch points that you can have with them, right? Um, so most often you'll hear online marketers say the money's in the list, which I don't disagree with, right? I think emails are extraordinarily valuable. To be honest, um, for contact purposes, emails are probably better than a person's address, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I mean, was the last time we checked our mail? <laughs> or, or, when, or what I'm meaning is we've we've changed addresses a few times. That's true. But too. E- emails almost always stay the same unless you have like some really good reason to dump your email. Almost always you stick with your email address, right? But yes. your physical address often changes based on just life needs. But your email address, you don't really like. Oh, I've outgrown. Get a new one. I've outgrown my Gmail box. Time to go get. You know, you don't do that. Um, so that's one of those funny things about um, email being so important. And I think that's why everyone really drives home that point of, you know, the money's in the list. Also, you own your email list. Technically, if you're doing things properly, you're, you own your email list, right? Facebook can take away your Facebook page. Twitter can ban your, your Twitter account and so forth. But no one can really take away your email list, right? So that's another one of those reasons, but that's beside the point. So why are touch points so important? Well, let's look at our personal relationships, right? So everyone has with their family and friends at least one touch point, and that tends to be a phone number, right? Yeah. You tend you you have your giant contact list that you always like when you get a new phone, your heart skips a beat because you're like, oh no. I know I, you have I, way too many I phone have, numbers. I may have just lost everyone's phone numbers, <laughs> and yeah. So um, everyone has the phone number, right? But it, the people that you've got multiple touch points with, you tend to speak with more. So let's say as an example, your family, let's look at just your family. Everyone that you have the phone number of, you probably 
talk to a couple times a year, maybe, you know, unless you have really close family and things like that. But for the most part, you'll maybe talk to your, your, any, any given family member extended or whatever, maybe once or twice a year, something like that. You probably got their address. You probably have their address, but you're probably not sending them mail, right? Christmas cards. (laughs) Exactly. Christmas cards. But if they're on Facebook, right? If your friend's on Facebook. They're not on Facebook. (laughs) Nobody's on Facebook. (laughs) But if your friend's on Facebook, you probably might see messages from, or not messages, but you might see their posts daily and they might see your posts daily and you might even, you know, thumbs up and comments and stuff like that. Yeah, just maybe. You know, having that additional touch point has made, makes all the difference between the people that you are friends with on Facebook and the people that are just kind of passively in your contact list that you are going to maybe remember to call on their birthday or something. Right. right? So that, that's kind of an illustration of how important multiple touch points are, right? You have all those phone numbers, but you're really only interacting with the people on your social media account. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how does this work with customers? Okay. When you are, um, you know, depending on how you have your, your funnels or your lead, you know, magnet setups or whatever, most often times when I've interacted with businesses online, they almost always just want my email address, which is great, right? An email address is so much better than letting people like visit your site and disappear. But there are more clever ways to get more touch points, right? Um, one of the things that I see, I, this should probably be a bare minimum is once you get someone's email address, that person is engaged with you, right? So send the first email that you send to them, make sure it's a good one and then do something incentivize in some way for them to connect with you on one of your social media accounts. Primarily, obviously it's best to, you know, I know everyone has like, we're, we're guilty of this. We have all, all the social media accounts, but we basically only work on Facebook. Right? Yeah. Focus so, on the one that you're actually working Exactly. With. You don't want to send people to a dead social media account. So uh, promote that somehow, right? Um, give them some type of incentive, like some type of free offer or whatever, right? A free offer got them on your email list. It might get them to like and follow you on your Facebook page, right? Yeah. So do something like that. And then it's like, oh, cool. You've got two touch points with that person now, Okay. And maybe that person won't see your posts in the Facebook algorithm thing, right? Because you don't always see all of the pages that you like, but that lets you boost posts and they might see those, right? That gives you a way to get their eyeballs on demand almost, right? Um, Another thing that I really enjoy um, is Facebook Messenger marketing. And what people don't know is Facebook Messenger is the second largest social network on the planet. Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger is the second biggest social media platform on the planet. Right, because it's its own, it's its own social media. It is separate from Facebook. People don't know this, but Facebook's algorithm and Facebook Messenger, two totally separate algorithms. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It is. Their stories are separate. They're, you know, you can have group chats on there separate from Facebook groups, right? There's just they are integrated, but they are separate products. And um, and that's been something that has always confused people. But Facebook Messenger is the second largest social media network. And they've made it so that you can integrate with it. And this is going to sound technical and complicated, but it's really not. I'm going to get to that in a second. But they've made it so that you can integrate and create kind of automations, right? So when we think of collecting contact information, most people might think of, 
you know, hey, get my free ebook. Just put your email address in this box and then click this button, right? You see it on websites all the time. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we use it. Everyone uses it. Okay. That's kind of like the bread and butter of lead generation. Um, that's kind of the old school way of doing things, right? And it's great for getting an email address, but it doesn't put them on your messenger list, right? And so these, uh, they're called chatbots. They allow you to collect not only uh, information about them, like your customers, but you can subscribe them to a list. You can you know, do all types of neat things. But the cool thing is that once they engage in a chat session with your Facebook page, your business's Facebook page, you can then push sponsored messages to them whenever you want, and it'll pop up in the messenger. And let me tell you, messenger has way better open rates and click-through rates than email does. I know. This is still the thing that just blows my mind about messenger. Yeah. I think MailChimp said on average, emails only get opened about 16% of the time. Why is it that low? It is that low. And messenger, depending on the audience, is like anywhere from like 82 to up to like 98%. Which is amazing. Yeah, that's like unbelievable. To get that's, someone that's, to come in and actually read your message. Yeah, that's just, and, and the click-through rates are higher. I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, so I'm not going to make anything up. But yeah, it's staggering. I mean, based on our experience so far. <laughs> yeah, so we are employing um, chatbots in our business, and we are actually going to be building it out as an agency uh, service that we offer businesses. So people will be able to hire us to manage their chatbots for them. And it's just, it is such a huge thing, right? And what I love is it's an additional touch point. So the way that we use chatbots in our business is we'll offer something free, just like if it was on a website, but we do it like we can do it through a Facebook page or we can do it during a post. We can do it on a live stream. Like we can do it wherever we want and we'll offer a free thing. So people will go in and they'll click our button or click our link or whatever. And then a messenger box opens. And it starts an automated sequence that we had pre-written. And it says, hey, I'm so glad you want this free thing. Where should I send it? And it'll automatically fill in their email address because it's on Facebook. Facebook knows your email address. So it'll put their email address there. So they just click it. So they can just click on their email address or they can type in a different email address if they'd rather. But they give us the email address. Okay. The bot then puts that email address on our email list. And then it says, great. We either, you know, we can have the email system send them the free thing or we can have the chat bot deliver the the free thing right there inside of the chat session. So we usually do that. All right, great. Here's the link to the free thing that you wanted. Hey, you know, and and there's so many other things that you can do with this, right? At this point, we now have two touch points with our customer. Right. That's actually what I was going to say. We had a person who just came to our site who could have just disappeared left our site and we'd never see them again. And now we have two touch points. Yeah. Now they are a messenger, Facebook messenger subscriber for us. And now they're also an email subscriber for us. What else can we do? We can ask them, Hey, you know, you want another free thing? Go ahead and like our page. Right. Um, yeah, that might be against Facebook terms of service. I'd have to look into that one, but I'm just saying like, Hey, you know, make sure you, you like us on Facebook, make sure you follow us on Twitter or whatever you want to do. Right. You can do anything right here. Right. Check us out. Oh, you know, in our new group. Yeah, yeah. You know, go to our group and check out some free training that we have. All types of things. I mean, Subscribe share, to the podcast. Yeah, share share your YouTube channel with them. Yeah, there there's so many things that you can and you can ask them questions, right? And then give them pre-selected answers, all types of amazing things. You can ask them for their phone number, right? And then um, you can actually have them subscribed as an SMS subscriber and you can you can now have email 
Facebook Messenger, SMS, right? Like you can get so explode their phone, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> but I've actually there are a few businesses that are successfully using SMS subscribe uh, subscriptions. And uh, I'm, you know, being a customer, they've texted me like, hey, we're doing a new webinar, you know, here's the link to it. Like, it's just, and and honestly, like thinking about it, it hasn't really bothered me. I haven't been like, this is spam, garbage, stop, you know? Um, So the only time I ever do that is with like political ones. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's amazing because the more touch points you get with the customer, the more present you can be. And I'm not meaning this in like being in their face. But you can get you can start getting like almost an omnipresence online with your audience, right? right. You, and as long as you're providing them value, they're not going to care, right? If you're spamming them with like buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that, they're going to hate getting messages from you. But if you're like giving them value, then they're not going to be upset that you're you're messaging them. They're going to be like looking forward to your content, right? And so that's and the hope. <laughs> that's it. And you have to you have to respect the touch points, right? With Messenger, you don't want to send giant, long-winded messages because that's not the what, what the format of Messenger. Messenger is short messages, right? You think of like when your friends are messaging you back and forth; they're short messages. You know, when it comes to email, that's where you can be more long-winded, right? You know? Definitely. So, um, tech, and if you do SMS, right, that's another fee, like another touch point where you want to respect that short format, right? Give short value format. Yeah, or short format value, I should say, right? So respect the formats of whatever it is the touch point is, but if you're giving value, they're not gonna get upset at you. And the more you're the more you interact with them, the more they're gonna trust you, the more touch points they'll allow you to have. And a lot of this is allowance, right? It's it's permission marketing. They are giving you permission to contact them, right? Uh, ironically, so I can watch chatbot messages as they go, uh, right? We have the Facebook page, or not the page, but the business manager app. Yeah. And so when someone's interacting with a bot from one of our pages or one of the sites that we manage. We can literally just watch it on we, our phone. <laughs> yeah, we, we can see how people are interacting with the bot, right? Yeah. And so today, um, there was a lady interacting with one of our, our uh, client site bots, and um, at one point it's like, all right, where do you want me to send this free thing? As in what's your email address? And she literally just responded. No. I'm like, all right, well, that's fine. That was hilarious. It was very funny to see. <laughs> I think we couldn't stop laughing because yeah. it was so direct. It was very direct. It's like, no, it's like, all right, well, I mean, you don't have to, that's fine. You yeah, know, you're you not going to free do- stuff. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but it, it was, it's interesting you know, because if she had trusted us more, right, then maybe she would have been willing to give us that email address. You yeah. Know? You know, that's, but unfortunately for that particular bot, that's one of the the first or one of the earlier messages. So it's like, there, it's kind of a barrier to entry to the rest of the sequence, but whatever, I don't want to get too far into that. But what I'm getting at is having multiple touch points is very important. And I think, I think I illustrated it very well when it comes to your phone list, right? Your phone list isn't as valuable to your connection with your family as your Facebook account. Maybe no one's thought of that before, but your phone list is not as important to your fam- familial connections as Facebook is probably, right? Yeah. And um, the, the so the types of touch points that you have with your customers are going to matter immensely. And email is very important. I think email is probably the, the most important because it is you know, going back to Inception, the movie Inception, it's the totem, right? It's the constant throughout mm-hmm. all of your customers, right? They they all have email addresses, right? Not a, not everyone's got Facebook. We joke about it, but not everyone has Facebook. And um, so 
the the email address will be the only for some people the only way for you to contact them but the more contact points you can get with the majority of your list the more success you're going to have engaging with them um, and building that trust faster right which is going to be very important and when you ultimately want to make a sale right yeah so anyways i wanted to bring that up we talk about touch points and i wanted to kind of define it and talk about how we use it in our business and why it is so important i think we covered that um, if you want to get more touch points with your customers, it's really as simple as asking, right? So um, if you do just kind of your vanilla email marketing, like it, firstly, if you don't do that, start doing that. MailChimp, I, I don't love their service, but they give you 2,000 subscribers for free. So there's really no reason to not start building an email list. Of course. Right? So that's the lowest barrier to entry. Start asking for emails. If you are asking for emails, then in your email sequences somewhere, encourage people or incentivize people to either, you know, get maybe get on your chat messenger list somehow or like your Facebook page or your Twitter or your Instagram or your clubhouse. Or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's wondering, that's kind of an, an ongoing joke at the moment for us because Clubhouse is this brand new social media network. And probably five years from now, we're going to regret that we're talking about this in this episode because it'll be so huge. Everyone's going to be like, of course, Clubhouse. But, right. You know, um, anyways, so get just start asking people like, hey, I would like to connect with you here. Do you want to do that too? And some people are going to say yes. And some people are going to flat out say no. That's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Don't lose sleep over it. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.